Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today I'm joined by Alan. What's more, how you doing, Alan? Dude, I'm doing so well, and I'm so happy to be here like always. Yeah. Today we're talking Grandma Chainsaw number three. This is the third mm-hmm. of, the, of the four series, and things are ramping up. Uh, can you kind of break down a little bit what's going on? Yeah. Um, where do we begin? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I, and I hate to already start an episode like this, but uh, spoiler warning, right? Like, I guess we kind of we kind of have to do that at this yeah. point. It's it sucks whenever you get so far into a series because you can't avoid it at this point because you'll be speaking just a little too vague. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so ultimately, Grandma Chainsaw, it, it, in a nutshell, follows a, a group of kids who happen to uh, wind up on grandma hazel's doorstep and uh they they find out that evil has a perm so it that's that's the pitch right yeah but grandma chainsaw is so much fun and we are we're, we're getting to the end of the series and we always plan this thing to be four issues and i'm so sad that it's almost over um but where we are in the story now with issue three uh, the twins, uh, Gabby and Hayden, they survived their first encounter with Hazel. And after that, they run into a group in the woods called the Dead Squad. And people seem to really like the Dead Squad for some reason. <laughs> I'll never understand it, but hey, whatever. It's not for me to determine. Um, so, yeah, we got the Dead Squad. And then, uh, man, they make it inside of Hazel's house. And then it's just pure insanity after that. Yeah. The haunted mansion, but the shit's real. Yeah. Yes, and we get to meet uh, one of our favorite characters that we've ever created together, and that is the doll maker. The doll maker. Yes. Character. Yeah, it's it's simple and easy, right? It does yeah. what it says on the label, just like Grandma Chainsaw. Um. Okay, so let's start off with the tagline: "Evil has a perm." Clearly, you're mixing this humor and horror. How do you find that balance between the two? Um, I think finding the balance between the two is honest. It's it's a lot easier than what I thought that it would be. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, is because simply like I have a really dark sense of humor anyway. So it just kind of came naturally to have something like that. Uh, you know, we're, we're big fans of of Evil Dead and, of course, classic horror movies and, and all this stuff. So it was just one of those things where everything just seemed to kind of fall into place for us. Obviously, I mean, you've read Pocus Hocus. We yeah. never take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. I mean, the That's, humor is is yeah. kind of, yeah, even when you got a demon telling you jokes, you're, you're on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Hayden and Gabby's survival arc is, is clearly intense. Is there something about these characters that's keeping them alive? Do you think, do you think, you know, what is it about them that's, that's like kind of the, keeping them above the fray? Um, so obviously, you know, we always you know, will determination, however you want to look at it. Right. Um, but the, the big thing about them is they're, they're our tragic heroes. Like they're the ones who you want, you're rooting for, because in this slasher, we're rooting for everyone else to not make it. <laughs> and what I, what I mean by that is if you read the series, you know, because yeah. the other characters are just nightmares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like with Gabby and Hayden, like we, we wanted to make at least two characters that were empathetic and ones that the reader could be like, yeah, I, I actually want these ones to make it, you know, because we, we don't want it to be just, 
I guess things could tire themselves out pretty quick because we that that was the purpose of Grandma Chainsaw in the first place. Um, because we we didn't want four issues of just some old lady with a chainsaw running around killing people. Um, like you know when you describe it at first, it's like yeah that's awesome, but then when we really thought about it, we're like God this is this is going to wear thin so fast. I want to promise the readers who have not read this for some reason, it is definitely not that. Yeah. So just, <laughs> it is far more than just a grandma with a chainsaw. So keep that yeah. in mind. Um, so yeah, man, like I said, and that's, that's where, you know, like the genesis of like the doll maker mm-hmm. and trying to just be fun and creative. And, you know, a, I, I think a lot of the slasher stuff lives by its kills. And so that's why we're, we're always trying to think of just any sort of creative over the top kills that we can, you know, the first one that comes to mind was the, the second kill that we had in grandma chainsaw, which was the uh, elbows off the table kill. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because we we were, we were leading up to that. And then, you know, then we have smoking kills and then, you know, we, we just really spiral down from there to, we finally get into the basement with that one sick couple that everybody knows that just too much PDA, they're disgusting. Yeah. And then they, they get what's coming to them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got plastic on the walls kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with the doll maker, and then we have the dead squad. We got a lot of names that feel like really good spinoffs, and you've done spinoffs before. Mm-hmm. Are you tempted to do any spinoffs from this this uh, four part series? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the de- a dead squad series. We we've already tossed around the idea for it, and we've tossed around really what we would want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Because for, for those who don't know, um, you know, the Dead Squad is God, Frank, I, I think like just kind of the personification of a lot of the stuff that we internalize, <laughs> right? They're, they're yeah. like, you know, they, they go by their gamer tags and, yes. you know, it's it's just like we're in that culture. And it's just funny just to see the people who exude that sometimes. Right. And yeah. ultimately, a lot of the stuff, too, like, like we're laughing at ourselves just because of how ridiculous some of the stuff is that we, that we like and, and things like that. You know what I mean? So right. like, cause the, the, the dead squad is just, they just don't care. <laughs> and I, it's I, kind of admirable. Oh, well, I love them because they kind of remind me like the sweatiest part of comic con, like that corner yeah. where you're like, Oh, I'm good. Or like yeah. that guy on discord where you're like, Oh, he's getting on. I mean, I'm just going to hop off. I'm going to listen to yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah, that's my Discord princess. Yeah, my yeah. Discord kid. Yeah. yeah, dude. So yeah, that's the thing too. So that's that's what we all. That's what we really wanted to do with that. Like we wanted, like like we do with everything. We want them to be completely and utterly relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I know that guy. I, I've seen him before, or I've I've interacted with him. Like you said, at like a comic con, right? So, there you go. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead a little bit behind the scenes here. Again, on this one, you're working with Brian again for the, for the artwork. With this team that you guys have set forward, is it getting easier with all these books you guys are putting out now? Um, yes and no. Okay. So it's it's easier from a standpoint of like everyone has such a nice even flow that it's God, it's just perfect. I love working with these guys so much mm-hmm. because they we all just get each other. And that's what's like super nice about it. And it's nice when you find that team that everyone can just collectively get together and decide, hey, this is what we're going to do. I like this. I like that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, the the part that gets hard about it, though, is 
we always want we all inspire each other yeah so we're all wanting to do a lot more ideas <laughs> like it never slows down anymore uh so then like you know we're always brainstorming like this will work i think this will work this will work too you know it's just yeah, yeah it's, it's just one of those things man like we're just that's that's the hard part about it because we all love working together so much but there's only so much money mm-hmm. and there's only so much time that we can yes. all invest in this stuff too because you know like you you've seen brian's artwork he definitely doesn't rush anything yeah. Um, and that is, that is not a criticism at all. Um, that is him being very meticulous with how he approaches every page and all the characters expressions. And, you know, we talked about this, uh, a while ago, Frank, this was Pocus Hocus, like number two or three that we talked about. Uh, Brian even went out of his way to watch classic Disney movies so he could capture character expressions for Pocus Hocus That's so because, cool. Yeah, because I don't know if, um, you know, I might be speaking out of line here, but I don't know if Brian's done a lot of like comedy, mm-hmm. right? Because he, he does a lot of like, you know, action and, and horror stuff like that. But then we're, we always try to try to marry those mediums together. So and it's just kind of cool to see him care that yeah. much that he just wants to do a good job. It It's funny you bring that up. You know, it's no secret. I'm a big fan of Top Hat Studios and everything you guys make. There's something I saw that's an upcoming thing or whatever. And right away, I was with a spot who worked on what. And I was like, mm-hmm. damn, I've been I've been hanging out. With, I've been watching these guys for too long. If yeah. I could tell, <laughs> I know Brian's hand to work on this. I know exactly what's yep. going on. here. So it's just a tight knit group. And I just I freaking love it. It's so fun to watch. Yep. Well, thank you so much, man. Yeah. And like even with like our future titles that we have coming out, because like, you know, we've we have parts of scripts written and mm-hmm. Brian's done test pages for stuff that we know will not see the light of day for a while because yeah. You know, right now, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, here in a little bit, but our plan is Grandma 3, we'll finish that up. Grandma 4, we'll end the series. Uh, and then Horse and Hell number 2, Kit Wallace is going to do that. And then um, we're going to start back on Pocus Hocus number 6. So then after that, then we'll start to be able to kind of squeeze in a couple more projects here. You know what I mean? Yeah. St- stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to lock up Grandma Chainsaw first and then, hey, we got to have you know, pop uh, the doll maker spinoff and all that's going to yeah. come into the future too, man. And yeah. And all the stuff that we've done for Roseblood Manor too. Like that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we have a, we got Roseblood Manor four that's running live on Kickstarter too. Brian and I put a story in that. Okay. So yeah, it's just, man, it, I don't know. It, it just, I just love working with these guys so much, you know? Yeah. I want to make sure we include a link to Bl- Roseblood as well. So you guys can yes. go down in the description and check that out. Yeah, and art for that one is actually done by Ruben Moko. Like he is, he's awesome too mm-hmm. to deal with. He he's done a lot of work for uh for Source Point Press and for Garrett Gunn. Yeah, um, yeah, Ruben, and he's just a stand up guy too. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So clearly, just you know, day one inspiration has got to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. What other horror ma- horror inspirations are you bringing into this project? Well, Evil Dead <laughs> is like yeah. a big one, right? Um. So it, we were talking about this before, too. And like the, I like I think I really like, you know, obviously Jason stuff, uh, yeah, Friday 13th. And then I, I think the reason why I liked Freddy Krueger so much is because it's it's over the top and over stylized. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that that is a lot of the stuff that we drew inspiration from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we kind of drop a little bit of breadcrumbs here and there just so that way you kind of know where the, I don't want to say no, no, where the story's going, but you know, it's about to get crazy. Like, 
Um, so, and, and I think a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street inspired us for that because they, the suspension of disbelief whenever you have to read a book or watch anything that's fiction. I mean, it's there, but sometimes you can look at it and just be like, oh my God, that would never happen. Right. Yeah. So granted with Grandma Chainsaw, probably would never happen. But but I think if you embrace it and you go full in, then the possibilities are endless worth where you can take the reader. And that's why I love Nightmare on Elm Street stuff so much. And of course, Evil Dead, because it's crazy, it's wacky, and it knows what yeah. it is. And it's just trying to have fun. It's funny because my favorite horror movies are um, Halloween movies, the Michael okay. Myers. Right. And I think it might be because of the complete opposite. Like I appreciate all the Freddy Krueger stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely amazing. Of course, I grew up, you know, nineties kids. So I definitely saw a lot of it, but Mike Myers, we were just talking about this on another geek freaks where just give him a knife and a grudge and a, you know, room, a house full of teenagers. And that's the movie. Dude. And I'm yeah. So happy no, and it. it, it's crazy. Right. Because of how simple of a premise it is, but it works. Um, so what'd you think about Halloween ends, Frank? I was like, why do I give a crap about this kid's angsty attitude? (laughs) Oh God, that was so bad. Okay. But that's another podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Halloween's with a new company now. Let's see what they can do. Bloomhouse, normally I trust, but I'm I'm, I'm happy to see who else is going to be touching this. Yeah. It'll be good. Um, Okay. So you're getting all this inspiration from stuff that you already love, Freddy Krueger and whatnot. How Mm -hmm. do you share that inspiration with the rest of the team so that they see the same vision that you're envisioning? Um. I, I think at this point it's a hive mind <laughs> okay. yeah. because, you know, like we, we've all worked together for so long and um, granted, you know, we would put, if we felt like we needed to, we would put things in there like saying, you know, this is a, okay. So for example, the, the scene where Liz dies in grandma chainsaw issue one, when Hazel leans out and puts her hands on top of her head that was a reference to the poster for Nightmare on Elm Street. And, mm-hmm. and we put that in the description. You know, Brian, this is a reference to Nightmare on Elm Street. Even they probably would have gotten it anyway. But Brian, he's sneaky. He uh, he does stuff that we don't catch until after the fact. Okay, so here's uh, – this is something that Brian did. Okay. He um, – I, I wish I could remember the name of it. I could remember it if I wasn't on your podcast right now. Of course. W- what is the demon's name in The Exorcist? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I can remember everything that's going down. I just don't know any of the names. Oh, and I know Zelda for some reason. I remember Zelda of all people in that movie. Okay, yeah. I am Googling as we do this. That's Poltergeist, uh, I think, now. God damn it. Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Okay, there we go. Okay. Yeah. So, Brian put a statue of Pazuzu nice. in Grandma Chainsaw Number 1, and that's the angel statue that they used to throw out the window. Because in the in the script, we wrote this, you know, just a porcelain angel statue just because my grandma has one. Like oh, yeah. everyone's grandma has one. Of course. So we thought like, yeah, let's just throw a porcelain angel statue in here. And Brian made it Pazuzu, which is <laughs> so funny. And then in Grandma Chainsaw Issue 2, whenever Hayden is uh, knighted and given his shield, mm-hmm. uh, if you're listening to this and you say, what the hell is he talking about? I promise you it makes sense. If you read the book. Yes. Um, yeah. So when Hayden's getting knighted and he's handed his shield, um, it's actually the crest that's on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. I remember you told me that one before. Yeah. So it's just, you know what I mean? It's just little stuff like yeah. that. Like all of us are, and, and that's how you know that like Brian's having a good time. Right, because oh, he's put it. yeah, we're we're all making just jokes and references to stuff, and we're just having a blast. Yeah, yeah, 
That is so cool. Okay, so with the add-on stuff, we got, you know, uh, we got Hocus Hocus. We're getting some horse in hell. It does kind of think, kind of sound like it's an extended universe. And I know we've talked about this in the past, but as things are moving forward, do you think you'll ever connect all these worlds? Um, of course, I'd like to say yes, right? Okay. Cool. Um, because I, I don't know if you caught this in Grandma 2, uh, whenever we reveal the doll maker um, and all the dolls start rushing at our, our team, um, Pocus, Emily, and the demon are in the dolls as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Brian drew them. that. Yeah, I, I don't know if you have the PDF up or anything, but yeah, if you go back and look at it, as um, as the dolls are all uh, saying dance, dance, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you see Pocus, Emily, and the demon all are on a shelf together, jumping down. That is so incredible. I love yeah, that. it's just like I said, it's just little stuff like that, man. That we that we try to do to have fun. Oh, the head cannon's going crazy now. So I'm like, okay, yeah, they-, <laughs> they get there because they represent hell now. Like, oh man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, oh, we definitely always want to do a. Uh, I w- would love to do a Pocus meets Hazel type thing. I am so on board with that. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Really I think cool. I think we could easily do a one shot with that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good Halloween special. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, as somebody who traditionally deals with this dark humor and in the in the horror genre, is there any advice you'd give to future writers that are thinking about getting into this and taking a dive into the horror genre? Yeah. Um. You know, it, this is what's what's weird. Like, and th- this is going to sound like an oxymoron when it, whenever I say this, but like nothing nothing is truly original anymore so write whatever you want (laughs) right like because there is a there's an idea there right so if if you feel strongly enough about an idea that you have who cares you guys have no idea how many times no one has read our book because they think it's just texas chainsaw massacre with an old lady you know what i mean but hey but yeah but it is what it is right like yeah um, you know, whenever you have to do, and, th- and that's, what's hard about, uh, pitching your work, because whenever you have to pitch your work and, you know, in a log line or whatever, and they say, all right, tell me what your book is about in two sentences. How do you sum up grandma chainsaw in two sentences from what you read? Right. Oh, so, yeah. you know, and the same thing goes with Pocus Hocus. So then, you know, we are Pocus Hocus sounds like a Faustian ripoff. Grandma chainsaw in short, sounds like a Texas chainsaw massacre ripoff, but I promise you just stick with the story that you want and the audience will, will find it and they, they will pick it up and understand that your book is different. So yeah, just follow, yeah, follow your truth. Like someone's always going to compare your stuff to someone else and that there's nothing you can do. We we're all guilty of it when we watch movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you watch a sequel to a movie. What's the first thing you do compare it to the one before it, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. Even in the world of podcasting, there's something you'll see if somebody do something, you're like, Oh, that's a good idea. Let me put yeah. my put, let me put my language on it or whatever my branding and, on that kind of get it at my feel, and, and that's what, and that's what makes us all better. Yeah, right. And that's what that's what keeps everything fresh. And you know, yeah, a good idea is great, but how do you make that good idea better? Exactly. So it, you know, it's and I think again, like I said, just just stick to stick to what you know, stick to your guns because you'll get there. It is funny how many times I've tried to I I not try I have explained yeah. the Pocus Hocus story to people. And I've now gotten to the point, as you know, for the story, there's yeah. not necessarily a hard shift, but there's a very major character that shows up in the newer books. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've been like literally the Christmas party that we had at my house for Geek Freaks Network. 
I'm like, yeah. well, let me just let me just go get it. <laughs> and then I bring it yeah. out. And like, look at this chick. Look at the century scene of her like assassin. Look how cool this is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, 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 I just got to show you. Yeah. This is a character. And everyone's just, like, ah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. And then matter of fact, right? We, you know, spoiler. This is a little old now, but we ended up giving everybody a trade book. I don't know if you remember that, but we got trade books yeah. for everybody. So they all went home with a copy too of the of the first trade, but. That's a uh, man. I'm a big focus fan. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, and we are obviously we are, too. And I can't wait for us to to dive back into that series. Um, so, yeah, man, it's yeah, definitely long overdue. And everyone on the team's excited. But it just it, it's kind of like knowing you're about to finish a race. Right? right. That's why we decided, hey, let's, you know, let's finish grandma because yeah. we're we're so close. So let's just I, like, I don't want to say like, well, I just want to finish it just so I could be done with it. Like we want to finish it because we're so excited. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You can't yeah. wait to get to the punchline and or yeah. punchline, not even comedy, but well, yeah, but you know. no, it's it's wild, man. I can't wait for you to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Is there a, can you tell everybody where they can find you and where they can find Grandma Chainsaw number three? Yeah, um, obviously, like, you know, socials are one thing, but it's so easy to get bogged down in the algorithm. Following yes. us on Kickstarter is is the best thing that you could do. Or following mm-hmm. our newsletter, the Top Hat Studios.substack.com. Um, following us there would be great too. But yeah, just literally going to Kickstarter, typing in Grandma Chainsaw. We're the only idiots that would ever name their project that. So you'll find it there pretty easy. And then just just follow our account there. So you know you you can hop in whenever you're ready because we always try to do catch-up tiers. So we we always yeah. try to do things and and have add-ons like, you know, we, we have people that are back in Pocus Hocus number four and five in this campaign just because they happen to miss the other ones. So, yeah, it's just stuff like that. I will. I do want to throw in there as somebody who is involved in many Kickstarters, you guys don't overdo it. And I appreciate that because oh, there are a lot you. of people yeah. who I literally get an email every two weeks from. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm happy you're getting a lot of stuff done on your comic book. Let me know when there's like the next one's coming out or something. Yeah. I appreciate oh, it. Dude, I don't know if I could mentally do that because like Kickstarter running Kickstarters are, you know, it, it's it's exhausting. Yeah, it, it really is. Joey helping out too, but I mean I know that yeah. it's it's definitely not easy for sure. Yeah, dude. That's the thing. Like, you know, we have we have a great team behind us. And you know, of course, I, I always want to give a shout out to the team. You know, my my co-writer Will, uh, he's my yeah. rock. And then <laughs> uh, you know, uh Brian, they, they cannot say enough good things about him. Dave, of course, just our, our letter and designer and he is kind of whether he wants to admit it or not, he's like the dad of us all, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. He tells us what we can and should not do. And, and then of course, uh, callers on this issue, uh, Carrie Salveo, she mm-hmm. is, uh, awesome. She, she definitely fit right into the mold with what That's we were cool. doing. And she's just, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to see her work. Yeah. Will yeah. is always doing shit by the way. Like if you guys follow <laughs> him on Instagram, like, acting and like random yep. random like don't you have a other things like a job like what yeah he's always he, doing stuff well his job fits in with what he's doing so okay. yeah he's uh he's the director of the art gallery here at the tamarack which is yeah. a uh, which is a giant tourist exhibit so yeah he, he works out there yeah that's a fun life that's pretty cool yeah yeah i know <laughs> Yeah, he, he loves it. It's stressful, man. Like, especially when he has to hang new shows and stuff like that. But yeah, he loves it. All right, guys. Well, that is it for us today. Please head to the description. Follow up on everything Grandma Chainsaw. We're going to be keeping it up. We're going to be making an article on the website as we have been doing lately. So check that out, too. We'll get you some images. 
And uh, yeah, follow Game Ball Chainsaw and everything else Top Hat Studio. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Frank, again, too. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.